now talking some Alabama high school football, outlooks and predictions from around the SEC, and getting you ready for tonight's kickoff at 7. It's the 3 and Out pregame show, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater, with hosts Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Let's get right into it. Hey, welcome in, everybody. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. Thank you guys so much for joining us once again. It is Friday, October the 6th, and the Guntersville Wildcats are getting ready to play a big one tonight at home against the Scottsboro Wildcats just down the road from us. It's a huge region game, um, obviously a, you know, a rivalry game from the past. This game has been played a lot of times in the past, and uh, this one tonight uh, doesn't get much bigger as far as it goes for the region standings. I'm Joe Cagle. That's Zach Ross, and that's John Davis Rawlings. Boys, um, these are the kind of high school football games we look forward to in the summer. What do we call this, the the battle the battle of Highway 79? Something like or the that. battle for Columbus City? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Maybe battle of the lake. Battle of the lake. Oh, yeah. I'm river. just thankful that the city leaders, a mm-hmm. long time ago, were like, it's our lake. Yep. We <laughs> claim know? it. Because what would have happened if Scottsboro would have done that first? Think about that. Scottsboro Lake. Yep. We'd be sitting here on the beautiful shores of Lake Lake Scottsboro. Scottsboro. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Speaking of, it is a a little bit rainy this morning, but, man, I think fall is here, guys. It's It's, here. um, The fact that I heard on the radio mm -hmm. that when you wake up and go to work Monday morning, it's going to be like 45 degrees. It's going to be cold tomorrow morning. Quarter zip season. We've got – Super pumped. So, we've got – we're – Running the uh, Lake Gunnersville Invitational tomorrow at Connors Island. Um, coaches meetings at eight. It's supposed to be forty-seven Ooh. at eight. I cannot. I can't wait. Love it. Can't wait. So excited for can that. Can I come running that? Uh, I mean, if you can make it through, it's a five k. I can do that. Okay. I'll be. <laughs> I'm not wearing the uh, the track. Singlet, I'll be clapping so. from the sideline, yeah, man. For sure. I'm not, I'm not wearing the track outfit. I'll I get asked that. that at every meet. Coach, you gonna run it with them? Absolutely not. No. If there's a four-wheeler, I'll follow to coach from the four-wheeler. But I, didn't, I didn't say I'd run it fast. That's going to be beautiful tonight, too. And, in fact. I just won't run it. If you're on your way, it's like 70 degrees at kickoff, but apparently we've got a front blowing through. I was watching the weather. I'm not a meteorologist. Watching the weather this morning. Apparently, by halftime, a front's going to be coming through, and the wind's going to pick up to 15, 20 miles an hour. Whew. So, bring another layer. And Diego, you got to judge the. I was about to say, wind, man. keep that factored in for tonight, as the wind picks up. Um, kicking special teams always important in games like this, and uh, you know whether you can execute kickoffs, whether you can execute um, point after touchdowns. I mean, it's huge. So we'll see tonight. Last week, real quick though, Gunnersville dominated uh, Buckhorn as we all figured they would, thirty-eight to seven. Um, huge knot for Morrison, Eli again, big knot for those that wide receivers, and he Nelson Delva, and his, and his feet helped the, help the team so much too. Like it definitely it, seems I like mean, he's becoming more more and more comfortable. He's he can scramble, he can make plays uh, <clears> with his feet. He is getting more comfortable. He looks like he's a three or four year starter back there. Uh, he's throwing, you know, he's th- he's putting balls where only his guys can catch it. Like it, it 
it has been great to watch his development over the last two years. Huge night for Cam Logan, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. He's, he's, I saw his dad was posting about him. His dad and I played high school basketball together, and uh, um, good. he was a great athlete, and Cam has exceeded him. I mean, he's – he could Cam could play at the next level um, in either uh, sport. He's got to he's got to keep working hard. He's got to you know develop his weaknesses and all that. But he's got he's an incredible athlete and uh, you know does things that only some of us could oh, could yeah. even dream about. It's that that whole <laughs> wide receiver crew, and I think John Davis brought it up at the first game of the year about just how big this this wide receiver group is. I mean, John Davis, if you're Eli. And you're getting more and more comfortable in this offense. You got these monsters to throw to. I mean, every. I mean, Zach's got the card over there. Every wide receiver we have is six three. At least six three. Very big. I mean, group. there's not there's not many teams in the state that are in our classification, or no. even six say that can say that. <laughs> Coach Reese talks about you know scheduling a team like Buckhorn um, to really kind of get get an idea of the speed you're going to see once you get into the playoffs, but good Lord. It's like Buckhorn needs to start scheduling some 5A teams right. <laughs> to get used to playing a 5A school. But, no, I think they're – Buckhorn's just kind of down on numbers right now, but uh, Gunnersville took care of business the way they're supposed to. Uh, no Julian Jordan again last week. Uh, no Trayvon Avery. Lenore still out as well. Um, but there was no problem. So, E. Nelson Delva totes the rock and uh, – uh, doesn't disappoint once again. Never does. Um, yeah, he's great. Great. I, I hope Julian's making his way back because he just adds just an incredible. He's just a guy you can't replace. Yeah, the kind coach, of athlete you can't replace. Coach Reese said right now it's he, well when we talked earlier in the week it was day to day. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's a tough spot because you uh, the Wildcats have a bye next week, mm-hmm. so it's like you could potentially not play him and give him two weeks to heal up. But if you don't play him. You, you know, potentially, uh, you know, I mean, if you want to win the region championship, if he can go, you might want him to go. It's a, I mean, it's a tough call, and sometimes, you know, uh, certainly I'm sure Julian wants to play. Because it's without a doubt the, the biggest game of the season. Oh, yeah, biggest game of the point. season. And then, uh, you know, but, you, but then you have Arab two weeks from now. So. Right, I know. I mean, you, you know, like Coach Reese talked about that too. He, you know, he's <laughs> doing all these interviews this week because I think it's the – it's it's a lot of the local news stations game of the week. So he's been talking to all the local news stations, and they've been asking about how what a big game it is. And you know, like he told me, he said it is. But you know, then we turn around, we got Arab, we got to go yeah. to Sardis, and then we got to play the state's oldest rivalry. So you know, it's not like and Sar- and Sardis is no pushover this no, year. No, no, Sardis having a great year so far. Scottsboro's five and zero right now, and all Scottsboro is doing is scoring the most points in five A. And that—that's, I guess, that's what like for me the the main key of the game or the main matchup of the game is uh, Gunnersville's defense against Scottsboro's offense. Yeah, yeah they're, they're scoring. They run that triple option. Um, they've got athletes to run that. Um, you don't typically see that anymore. You know, forty years ago, that's all you saw. But now, but I will say one thing. Boaz run, running that. that veer wing tee mm-hmm. and and how we kind of got thrown into it, that probably helps us a little bit in this game because we've seen a little like it's it's not the same thing obviously, but that run between the tackles, quick handoffs, you know, got to read the motion, all that stuff. We've seen that yep. in the Boaz game just suddenly without ha- without really preparing for it, and you know now uh, we've had some preparation for this. Appreciate this that, Coach Sullivan. 
Yeah, thank you. Give us a little taste of that option game. Thank you. Uh, John Davis, what are things like on the inside of the school system this week? How are, how have things been? You know, fall breaks next week. Yes, so fall that break. that right there should answer that question. I'm you get a break? angered, by the way, by that because the counties is the week after. Mm. So, yeah, sorry for those of you that don't know my my children are proud Gunnersville Elementary kids, so they'll be off next week. So I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> my mother is going to help. There you go. That's for sure. There but anyway, go. yeah, fall breaks next week. Fall breaks is, is next week. Is there a buzz yeah. around school oh, for yeah. fall break? Oh yeah. Well, good. Oh, yeah. School's still looking good. It's coming it's along. It's coming along quick, man. Yeah. It's like every day. Yeah. Somebody told me that, like, when people When people go out of town. And then come, and then come back yeah. after they go to the beach next week, the whole front of the school Somebody will be told me, like, three or four dudes have done all that brick. No. Somebody told me that. No. Somebody told me it had been, like, a, like a three or four guys have just. Oh no. man, Mason Masons that are like good can oh, go yeah. like no. That. So so at the very done it's done an amazing when they job. started actually putting the block in yeah. and bricking it, it was fifty to sixty. I every, don't doubt it every day. Well, they've done for a, ten hours a day. They've done an awesome job, and that Saturday Sunday so included. It looks so good, and I'm sure the guys that have been working on it um, have appreciated the break and the heat. We're actually having Monday. Your question, no. No I, have to, I have to work Monday and Tuesday. Okay. Um, but Monday we're having a topping off party. Okay. Because everything is topped off. Wow, that's amazing. So exciting! I so can't we'll wait have, for it. We'll have lunch for the construction crews in the old lunchroom in the. Oh, that's great. Feed them. Thanks, good them. stuff. That's good stuff. It's exciting because I mean it's it just looks it already looks beautiful. As you pass it and go up the mountain or come down the mountain and see it, it's just what is, what, an, awesome. what an upgrade from our Soviet, right. our Soviet style uh, <laughs> old high school to now what this is going to look like. Every, every single classroom has at least three windows that are windows, windows. No. <laughs> what are, that are I think like six for, to eight feet tall. I mean, for those of you too. who didn't go to Gunnersville but maybe live here, the the old high school has no windows. <laughs> It's no like windows. My mom in the classrooms. My mom taught at the high school for about almost ten years, and every time I went up there, I'd, yeah, yeah. Well, you never knew, like you ever never knew if it was raining or anything outside. Mm. It was just like, <laughs> and when I went, it was before cell phones. It was before like every kid had a phone and all that kind of stuff, and uh, it was just like you didn't know what was going on in the outside world. <laughs> it's uh, nice though. It's awesome. It's I, had looking, a, I had a Motorola Razor. There you go. Oh yeah. You, you were a little bit after me, but yeah, yeah when I was there, it was. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think I had a cell phone, but it wasn't like where you know it's not. There wasn't a smartphone. It was like the, the Nokia was snake. Yeah, the no, Nokia was snake. That's yeah. that's what I had. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, speaking of cell phones, smartphones, all that good stuff. If you got questions, if you got comments, please email the show three and out pregame show at gmail dot com. Spell it all out. No numbers. T H R E E three and out pregame show. A N D O U T at gmail.com. Please send them over. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we've got a ton to get into. We're going to revisit the scottsburg Gunnersville game. Obviously, it's got to be the biggest, if not one of the biggest, if not the biggest game in all of 5A tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about college football in the next segment. We're going to get to some picks. We're going to go to third and shorts. And, of course, we're going to visit with Coach Reese 
at the end of the show. It's the three and out pregame show. Uh, you're going to hear from our, our friend Scott over at Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater when we come back. All right. We're being joined now by Mr. Scott Smith. Scott is the manager of marketing and sponsorships at, of course, Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Blake. Uh, it's a pleasure to come out and see you guys again. We're, we're happy to be associated with this great program. Y'all are a great sponsor and have been for, for quite a while now. So as we move into the month of October, tell us a little bit about what you guys have going on up there at the park. Well, we're, we're really excited to, uh, to transition from our concert season over to Sand Mountain Skate, which um, most people are familiar with. Last year, we had ice, uh, ice rink in the amphitheater. Uh, Sand Mountain Skate will be slightly larger this year, so we're, we're, we're kind of excited about that. We're going to increase the, the size of the rink, and it will be the largest outdoor ice rink in North Alabama. Um, and you know we're, we're really looking forward to bringing the holiday spirit. Uh, we're going to do a lot of different, uh, a lot of different event uh, theme nights and that kind of deal. Um, I know last year uh, one of the theme nights they did that I enjoyed was the um, the Yellowstone night. It allowed me to break out my cowboy hat and come out <laughs> with my boots. And you know you can't skate on them, but uh, I thought it was a, it was a cool idea. <laughs> They're going to do some different events this year that are going to be neat. I know they mentioned to me they were doing a mommy and me uh, days where they'll you know mothers and and little ones can come out during the day and they'll have you know different sessions and that kind of deal um we're, we're really excited to to have uh, group rental options where you know you basically if you're a church if you're a you know youth group a business if you want to rent the rent the rink for a you know private segment for two hours uh where you can come out and you can have the rink to yourself that that is, that option is available with a lot of different amenities that come with it so we're super excited about the sand mountain skate coming it opens november 18th and uh you know it'll be, be be holiday season before we know it that's about a month and a half away from now so you're uh we, we've been talking our three and out uh pregame show group is is thinking about getting up there you're saying if we, if you you won't let us on if we have cowboy boots on is that correct <laughs> hey if they'll let you on with cowboy boots i will join you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah everybody check that out it's um you really need to even look at the pictures they've got on their Facebook. It's just, it's, he, he mentioned the theme nights. It's just amazing what they do up there. Uh, business get togethers. Um, I'm sure y'all have a lot of different, uh, private parties and things like yeah. that you may be able to do also absolutely we have private it basically we have a sand mountain skate facebook page that obviously we, we have the park page and the amphitheater page but we have a sand mountain skate standalone page on both instagram and facebook if you want to follow us there you can see the different theme nights we're going to post a calendar um, but also the rental options you can reach out and contact us and we, we, they can cover the dates of you know when, when you can you can rent it for you know your group and have a private session we also offer penguin parties which are basically would be a birthday party that you would have uh, at the ice rink and it, it would it would include a lot of amenities uh, whether it be food beverage that kind of deal um we're, we're kind of excited to, to very excited actually to bring back the uh igloo parties uh, oh nice igloo parties uh, i know last year i don't I, i'm sure it's probably going to be in a similar fashion last year they included uh it, basically it was an igloo where you had your own little furniture deal and you had uh, nice i think you had like a little little fake fire kind of deal with a charcuterie board and your choice of alcohol or no alcohol depending on what type of gathering you were doing and you had a couple hours and those were pretty cool 
And that's another thing. Uh, you don't have to skate. You can just kind of sit back and uh, people watch, and uh, maybe there's a Absolutely. little well, open bar area. One too. of the things most people don't know about Sand Mountain Skate is it doesn't cost you a dollar to come out and watch people skate. That's right. Uh, I, I actually, myself, I, don't, I, I have not been on the ice yet. I, I like to go up there and watch people fall. I'll just, uh, I'll just imagine the bruises I would be getting. That's right. That's right. Everybody check it out. Again, it's mid-November Sand Mountain Skate opening mid-November, about a month and a half from now. Uh, Scott, also I want to mention the uh, y'all've got rec leagues, everything up there. The youth basketball registration actually ends tomorrow, that Saturday. So if you're right there on the on the deadline, make sure to get those names in. And uh, anything else on these on these uh, youth rec leagues you want to mention? No, the basketball they just extended the, the registration to, through tomorrow. And um, if I'm not mistaken, it's seventy five dollars. Jersey shorts come with it, and it's it's a, it's a great deal. That the guys that put it on, guys and girls that put it on, do a great job with the organization of it. Um, and I know, obviously, I feel like feel strongly we have the best facility around. So yeah, we'd love for uh, if, you, if you have a have a youth that's interested in playing basketball, please join them up. Check that out. And then the last thing there, and we can't say a whole lot, but Ninja Cross is coming. And uh, for those who don't know, uh, and we, we talked about it a little bit last week, it's uh, imagine uh, American Gladiators on top of a indoor aquatics pool. Uh, I'll let you take it from there, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I, now the details that I know of it are, are a little bit vague, so I'll, I'll tell you what I do know. Um, it's going to mount to the to the roof of the uh, indoor aquatics, and obviously uh, w the water stays in there. So whenever we whenever we're going to lower it down, which there'll be certain hours of, of different days, they're going to we'll have a schedule for it. Um, it. They'll lower it down into the water, and there will be, from what I gather, there will be a beginner's lane and a more of an expert lane. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. It's something that I, I'm actually excited about partaking on. Uh, installation scheduled to start later this month. Um, I, I'm not sure the, the, the total schedule, but from what I gather, we should be uh, looking at uh, being open to the public with that Ninja Cross sometime in November. Early November is the goal, I believe. Okay. So really excited about it. Okay. I, I was I, That's sooner than I thought. So that that's... Uh everybody keep their eye open for that so lots of good things going on sand mountain park and amphitheater uh before we get you out of here scott i wanted to mention or get your takes on uh this uh this battle this this cat fight that we've got going on tonight the uh scottsboro and gunnersville uh What's your thoughts on this one? It's going to be a great one. Well, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about it. And the, and the reason I'm nervous about it is I've worked in recruiting for years before I took the job at Sand Mountain. And I, I had the pleasure of working with a lot of kids at Oak Mountain when Coach Bell was over there. Mm. And uh, that triple option offense, hey, if it's tough for Hoover to stop, it's tough for anybody to stop. Um, we're going to have to really wrap up. We're going to have to make sure, you know, we, we, we're going to play sound technical football. If we get out of our lane, it's going to be 88 out the gate. So we're going to have to really – Coach Bell is a heck of a football coach, and I know Coach Reese and his guys will have, have the Wildcats ready to go. But, uh, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, off work today, uh, excited about watching this game tonight. I've, I've been pumped up all day, tailgating all day, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, this is, uh, I, was, I was speaking with uh, Greg Bell, the Scottsboro play-by-play -play guy, and he said this is probably their biggest one since 2016. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this, as far as regular season goes, for sure, I, I think it's the same with us. So it's – it's going to be a big one, uh, undefeated matchup, uh, the Wildcats versus Wildcats. So we're looking forward to it. Scott, thank you so much, and Sam Mountain Park and Amphitheater for all you guys do, and we uh, we appreciate you joining us today. Well, thank you for your, thank you for having me, Blake, and uh, go Wildcats. Hey, welcome back in. It's the Three and Out pregame show. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. Let's get into some college football, and I want to tell you guys this. 
before we get in to college football. So I go to my mother's a few weeks ago. Sweet June. Go up to the garage. Um, go to the – we got like a – there's an apartment above the garage where it kind of the catch-all for everything we don't use anymore. I'm up there. I'm sifting around. Find the PS2. Whoa. I found the PlayStation 2. Wow. So I take it with me back to the house in Gunnersville. I have no adapter for it anymore. I, like I don't – the cord does not work. So I was like, well – I'm going to take it with me anyway. The thing still works. Wow. I have a copy of NCAA Football 2010 in a Blockbuster case. Sorry, Blockbuster. Uh I stole the game from you. I'm blaming your brother. They're never getting that one back. 13 years ago now. <laughs> Was there? There's like one blockbuster left in the country. Yeah, I think so. Somebody like bought the rights. I have one of the games. It's the it's the uh, NCAA football with Cedric Benson on it. Remember that one? Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, throwback. Yeah. 2010. So anyway, I find an adapter on Amazon, and I'm currently three games into a dynasty with the <laughs> Montana Grizzlies. Oh, love it. What a great, beautiful stadium and place two and that o. is. Two and o. That's on my bucket list, actually. The Missoula Grizzlies are 2-0 and o under the leadership of Joe Cagle. So. What kind of offense are you running? Did you, my question Pretty is, basic. Did, you, did you adjust your schedule at all? Oh, I had to. See, I, so I, 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 always, is, I always go in and when I used to, I always would move myself from whatever conference the team was in yeah. to independent. I just scheduled well, everybody. Well, that's what I do if you, if you move an FCS opponent up. That's what you do. You put them in an independent. So yeah. you replace Army or you pr- replace yeah. one of them. And the, then this this is going to sound like really nerdy, but when yeah. I played, uh, I would do promotion relegation like in soccer. So yeah. I'd have the SEC, Conference USA, and the Sun Belt. And so if you if you were the last place team in the yeah. SEC, I kicked you down to the Conference USA. And I if you won that. the Conference USA, you came up to the SEC. Fair enough. And I did that, that. And did that with like all Speaking the. Speaking of that, I'm glad you said this because I've been meaning to ask you the last few shows. Have you watched any of the Wrexham documentary? Oh yeah, it's so. I'm good. completely caught up, and it's fantastic. It is so television. good for for those of you who may not know. It's about Ron Reynolds and um, Rob McElhenney. Rob McElhenney, who's from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they bought a soccer club in. Wales. Wales, yeah, yeah, it's Wrexham, and uh, it's fantastic. Oh yeah, it's even great. if you don't like soccer, well, most of the it's show fantastic. is just like about the fans and the community yeah. and like all of that. Yeah, no, it's it's on great. FX, but if you have if you have Hulu, you can stream it on FX. Yeah. But it's it's on FX. But anyway, um, so yeah, the Montana Grizzlies under the leadership of Joe Cagle are currently two and zero. We got a big one. We got Montana State coming in next week. So <laughs> rivalry game, rivalry game. Um, but anyway, well. From Montana, through Wales, and now to yeah. Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> college football, 11 o'clock kickoff. Uh, the LSU Bengal Tigers. Brian Kelly, 55 points these LSU Bengals gave up. <laughs> and now they're going to Missouri, who's undefeated. Big game for Missouri. LSU loses this game. They go to 3-3. Three and three. But, surprisingly, Vegas has them at a 4.5 point. Favorite. That's a smart number. I, I, think, I don't think Drinkwitz got it in him. It's 11 o'clock. Are those Bengal Tigers going to wake up? Are they going to wake up and be ready? Because when you lose two games, when you're at the top, like one of the top programs, you start. I, to me, the players start thinking, NIL, pros, get me out of this season. Like, it's not, we're not, what are we going to do? Go to a, like, normal bowl game? You don't just walk into Faroe Field. At 11 a.m., it's gonna be it's it's gonna be that's a good jumping. atmosphere. It is, and and they're they're feeling it right now. And I mean, Missouri, they had a chance to be pretty good last year. I thought, yeah. Um, so 
I think it's going to be a great game. Give me Mizzou. Yeah, uh, four. Four and a uh, half. I think, I think LSU bounces back. I think LSU wins this one outright. Are you riding with John Davis, LSU? No, they're favored by four. Never mind. I think LSU wins the game and covers the number. Ooh. LSU, Missouri? Missouri. ton of uh, points. Let me be wrong. No, it's going to be a ton of points. I mean, LSU is a pass bouncing off their wide receiver's hands from us having a totally different conversation right now. But you know, last week. Kansas State thought they were going to walk in there and get a win, too. No, I know. And I then know. a 61-yard field goal said, no, no, no. I know, I know. It's I mean, Missouri, Missouri's not like the cream of the crop in the SEC. No. Once they start playing Georgia and Kentucky, they're going to get yeah. beat. But I just worry about, like, LSU, some of their players, are they are they going to get back up for this? Are they going to, you know, say that the season's over? Prove. they got a lot to prove, so we'll know. Their we'll playoff know hopes are. are done, in my well, opinion. We'll know, we'll know where they are mentally. No, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to run yeah. the table. No, they'd have, yeah. And then not. have everybody lose at least and, another And one. win the SEC championship. But uh, arguably, like, the biggest game, most implications uh, this weekend, Texas and Oklahoma in the – Red, Red River rivalry now. It's a um, yeah, uh, they're in Dallas. It's 11 o'clock kickoff as always. Texas is favored by five and a half. I'm with you. Uh, we were talking a little bit off the air. I'm with you. I think Texas just steamrolls Oklahoma. Curb stomping. This is one of those games, though, typically where the favorite doesn't do all that hot. Um, if you kind of look back at it, it you know. Uh, I think I think Texas can. They can name their score. They can score as many points as they want to. Yeah, I'm not. I've, I've not been a, a huge fan of this Oklahoma team, especially not last year. Texas has a defense. Oklahoma does not. Dude, Texas defense is good. Texas, Texas is all around good. How they are not at least the number two team? What has Michigan done for these voters to put Michigan that, at number it's two? Just, Sorry, yeah, it's, it's just it's where they it's where they started. Different soapbox. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, well, we're all going Texas then. Huh? Yes. yes. Texas has dogs. Yeah, like, they, they do. have dogs. Like they, they do. have guys. Sark has built a biggest pickup though is Ad Mitchell. Yes, for sure. Um, the closest spread of the weekend, which if you would have probably said maybe in the spring, I think people would have laughed at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama travels to College Station, 2.30, CBS. Um, Gary Danielson on the call for this one. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't on the call for the, know, uh, the nice. earlier one of the season. That yeah. was nice. Uh, Alabama is now a one-point favorite. Opened at seven, seven and a half, I think, and, and – a lot of people have bet on A and M. Worried and, uh, about this one. Vegas has moved the number all the way to one, and as a bammer, worried about this one. Yeah, this one's gonna be tough. A and nasty up front on the defensive. They line. are. They um, are nasty. Well, I mean, they they basically all they sign is defensive line, five star defensive oh, linemen. Like, it's, a, it's a NFL defensive lineman. I mean, they're all gonna be playing Sunday. You've you've got to, you've got to have a game plan. This is not one where. Milrow is going to get a lot of time to throw the ball downfield. That's going to have to be designed with some tight end protection, running back protection for him to throw the ball downfield. Uh, it's going to have to be quick hitters, quick things, some stuff you haven't used in the playbook yet. I'm going to roll with the Tide, probably against my better judgment. I, I wouldn't be surprised if A&M like, just absolutely stomps I, Alabama tomorrow, I, though, and that's really sad to say. I, I do think that Bama's defense is elite. Yeah, I do think Bama's defense is championship good, um, and I, I think Alabama can do enough in the run game to counter that defensive yeah, line. It's gonna have to. But two turnovers or more. It, yeah, and, you can't you can't survive that. Yeah, so I, I'll go Bama too. But man, I'm I'm um, nervous. 
This game reminds me of exactly where we were in 2015. There's no Derrick Henry. No, on this no, I'm, I <laughs> no, I'm not. That's a, I, I agree I with you. I, I, you see Justice Haynes? Out. Justice Haynes can be that kind of good. I know. We're going in exactly the same way. Yeah. I know Derrick Henry's not on the team, but. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I see the parallels from 2015. You know, and, the, and that, that game was – that Georgia game was when the defense finally clicked. Yeah. And they clicked the – Well, and Coker. Like, Coker won, won the, the job, won the team over. Yeah. You, you've got to have – got to have some moment. you got to have, like, Milrow win the program over, including the fans. And you, and you got to have somebody on the team step up and have a performance like Derrick Henry did. This ain't 2015 offensive line either. That's true. But they're getting better. Pass protect run block, they're great. Yeah, pass protection. Pass protection is dreadful. But but Proctor's gotten better. Pro- Proctor's going to be an NFL first rounder. Special he has teams been terrible, but he's special teams are elite too right now for Alabama. Yes. So I mean, oh yeah, Will Reichert, yeah. knock on wood, is yep. about as solid and punting game's been great. Just everything. Special teams has been almost flawless. Go ahead. I'm I'm going big. Bama big. Bama big. Mm-hmm. Woo. Okay. Um, I'll write that down. Bama big. Um, Kentucky at Georgia, uh, fourteen and a half just seems super high. I know Kentucky has a anemic offense. Yeah. Georgia, they just have not impressed me all year. They've just been one of those teams that have been sort of squeaking by. But Alabama had championship teams that squeaked by. Mm-hmm. You know, um, fourteen and a half just seems very very high. I'm going Kentucky to to. Cover that number, but Georgia to get another win. If this if this game was in Lexington, yeah, then I'd say Kentucky either covers or wins. But yeah, Kentucky's offense is not good enough to stick with them. And I think what we saw last week by we haven't even mentioned Auburn almost beating Georgia should have beaten Georgia last week. Who called that one? But I do think we did see the final Blake emergence Jackson. of. <laughs> We no, he didn't. <laughs> he picked Georgia to cover. <laughs> I was just, the only one that picked Auburn. Just to let everybody know. We um, <laughs> we finally saw the dude known as Brock Bowers last weekend. It's about time yeah. we've been waiting. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's and, and how, he, He's a cheat code. That dude's – Well, how on earth can Auburn not expect him well, to get the ball on third down? Well, okay, I'm, I, I'm an idiot, and I'm at home watching, okay, 19's going to get the ball. The, the possession before, though, the one-handed I mean, catch the, he makes, the, well, the that, catch that got the catch that got uh, waved off was better than the one before it. But Correct. When but when he's, running, when he's running open in the middle know, of the field, it's kind of like, guys, you gotta you got to shade a safety down on him. you got to do – Something you got to hit yeah. him at the line with a get linebacker. Out of, get I out say, of zone. I say all yeah. that to say real quickly. That I like Georgia big. Got it. I like Georgia to cover that number. John Davis, Georgia. Okay. There's too many athletes. Uh, still, there's still five stars. If, on if the whole, it was the whole Kentucky's roster. offense last year, maybe a different story. Yeah. I could see. I could maybe. see Georgia winning this game by 35. But I just, mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm not buying into them. I'm going against them every week until I'm right. Well, I was right last week, but. On the number, but they're yeah. eventually they're eventually going to lose. Oh eventually. yeah, they will. They, they will. got Ole Miss at home in November. They've got Tennessee on the road. They're they're going to lose one of those two yeah, games. Yeah, they are. They um, are. so uh, lastly, uh, I guess they were all surprise picks this week because I didn't send you all the list. But this yeah, is just a, let y'all know he normally sends them to us on like Wednesday. I like being surprised. I've got a two game lead, so I'm you know I'm trying to do everything I can to keep that. Um, Notre Dame at Louisville. Notre Dame is a six and a half point favorite. 
Notre Dame, tough. I mean, tough schedule for Notre Dame. Ohio State at home, travel to Duke, and then now you travel to Louisville, who I believe is undefeated. I like Louisville. I'm riding. I'm riding with the Cardinals. They've. They've. Um, I'm starting to believe. I have been wrong in every Notre Dame game that that I've called this year. You know. I'm going Louisville, so yeah, I'm, I'm starting be wrong to, I'm, again. But. I'm believing in the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going Louisville because Notre Dame's other than Sam Hartman is not a good football team. Yeah, they've they've definitely got they're a just lot not of deficiencies. Which their running backs a stud, but they don't have yeah. they don't have the wide receivers. Which really, be, which brings up the question about Ohio State. They're not good either. Yeah, just they barely just like, beat them. Well, they're just like they're so. Just yes, like the elite. yes, Ryan Day, Lou Holt. Not, I mean, he was correct. <laughs> I'm going to take time out of my post game conference to call out an 86 year old. Did y'all see what he did? Notre Dame fan. Yes. Yes. No, he looked at the director of sports information. Like, while the camera's sitting there waiting on him to come up there, he said, he mouthed, watch this. Mm. Calm down, Ryan Day. Like, congratulations, you beat Notre Dame at the end of the game. When they had 10 people on the field. (laughs) If If you're shouting. Against an eighty-seven-year-old man, yeah, you you need to take a timeout. Yeah, for sure. You're but the see, shower. You're the see, here, shower. Here's the thing. <laughs> I think he got so mad because he deep down knows that he yeah. Blue Holtz is right. Well, yeah, that's I right. Like so. you get ultra defensive when you know the other yep. person's right. So yeah. Um, well, that's our picks. Those are picks for the week. Heck yeah. So we'll. Uh, we're, what are our games. records now? Right now. Don't read those out loud. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and find that. This okay, is that's a, fine. We'll do that. By next the way, time. this is against the spread, people. It's against the spread. Okay, good. This um, is not overall. I am 13 and six. We all have a tie because uh, there was a one that ended like right on the spread. Okay. Um, so we all tied that one. I'm 13 and six. Blake is 11 and eight. Joe, you're 10 and nine, and John Davis is nine and 10. Gotcha. Don't take John Davis with you to Vegas. Hey, it can it can change week to week. But uh, those are our picks for the week. That's our college football talk for the week. We got a little bit more college football talk about when we come back. Yep. Um, it's a three and out pregame show. Uh, when we come back, we're going to dive back into this Gunnersville Scottsboro game. Talk a little bit more college football and then visit with Coach Reese. We'll be right back. There has never been a better time to become a member of Sand Mountain Park. Now featuring 24-7 fitness center access along with group exercise classes, child watch availability, indoor pool, and much more. Take it from one of our valued members. If there was somebody that came to me and was asking me, they were on the fence about should I join, should I not join, yeah, uh, 100%, there's not even a question. You couldn't ask for a, a better place to work out at. It's not like other gyms. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency is a locally owned, independent agency that works closely with their clients. And this fall, they would love the opportunity to sit down and find the perfect policy for you, your family, or business. Visit them on the corner of Loveless Street, just down from the Rock House, or call 582-4039. Best of luck tonight, Wildcats. And we're cheering for you, from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. 
Whitaker Towing Service has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811. And if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them Wildcats from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnerful Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cramama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Welcome back in. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. Um, huge game tonight in Class 5A with Scottsboro traveling to Gunnersville. This game always seems to be big, but this one tonight is very big as uh, both teams are 5-0. and Both are looking to kind of take that step forward when it comes to region play. Um, Scottsboro, you know, they've beat Arab already. Uh, now they've got Gunnersville. You would think that they could take care of Douglas as well. Um, if if Scottsboro wins this tonight, they're the region champions. You would think so, um, and that so huge game with, without a doubt. Uh, on the injury front for Gunnersville, Trayvon Avery, you know he's still out with that foot. We really don't know. Um, we really don't know if Trayvon's coming back. Yeah, um, it, it would be it would be shocking to me if he's back yeah. anytime soon. Pretty tough injury. Pretty tough injury. Um, to the foot. Uh, Julian Jordan still dealing with that nagging hamstring injury. We don't know about Julian tonight. Uh, he, Worst injury that a running back can have, yeah. too, because of his speed, like the hamstring. I well, mean, if you're an lineman, you can deal with a hamstring right. injury probably a but, little I mean, better. You, you know, coaching soccer as long as you have and and, and me being around athletes, if, if a kid has had a, a hamstring injury, they could have had the thing like two years ago. Yeah. And they'll still complain about it. Oh, yeah. It, it it is a nagging long term injury. So, Julian, uh, according to Coach Reese earlier in the week, he's day to day for this game. We don't know. And then obviously Lenore um, still out with. But you said he's got the boot. He's off. walking without a boot, but that's good. That's good. At least he's walking and, maybe and running are two different things. Maybe so. he'll be back. You know, he's still young. He's just a sophomore. Maybe he'll be back for Arab. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it man, it's tough to go into. You want to have all your. All your horses when you yeah, go into this sure. kind of game. Uh, hey, but the thing is, you know, the blessing that is what Gunnersville has is, I mean, you still have Nelson Delva yeah. to tote the rock, and which is no slouch. No, no. Eli Morrison's getting better and better. 
and obviously we've talked about this receiving group who's just, uh, you know, huge. And on the defensive side, I agree with you, Zach, what you said earlier in the show. That's where this game yes. is where, we, stops. where we've got to watch. Yeah, because this, this offense for Scottsboro is averaging 52 a game, yep. which is the highest in Class 5A right now. It's a It's a form of the spread if you've ever watched – Air Force mm-hmm. is it similar to Air Force? Air, Air Force, right? yeah. So similar to Air Force, um, tough to defend. Put your defenders in bad spots, but this will be that night to see, you know, EJ Havis, yes, in his role, making sure everybody well, knows where they're supposed to. Be. Well, you'll see, like when you play, like the 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 way this offense is is when they when typically when people get hit when the quarterback, running back, whoever's, they're always falling forward. Mm-hmm. You're you're they're always getting positive yardage. You've got to get them in negative yardage plays because if they go positive yardage, they're a team that'll wind up with a lot of third and twos, third and ones, fourth and ones. Yeah, it's and so it's tough. very hard to stop that as a defense um, when there's when there's three different options. You know, yep. quarterback, keeper, fullback, running back. Um, you've got to you've got to create negative plays. You've got to get penetration on that line, get them in the backfield. If you could get them in the backfield and get them in second and long, third and long situations, get them in situations where they may have to throw the ball. Make it a little bit more predictable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we saw, like, Arab stuck with them for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they uh, – I think Fort Payne stuck with them for a little bit early in the season. That was a very uh, close game, um, very wild, like, uh, high-scoring game. Defense stops – Get negative plays, uh, turnovers, if you can force some turnovers. And it'll be interesting to see, too, how the Gunnersville offense does. This is, you know, Gunnersville's a quick, you know, yep. uh, offense. This might be something where we kind of want to slow it down a little bit. Yeah. You know, Boaz did that, like, to the extreme against us. Keep them off the field. Keep them off the field, especially if you can get stops. Keep them off the field. And then they start getting nervous. They start getting tight. Oh, what's going on? You know, yeah, we're, exactly. we're used to having 300 yards by now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, defensive stops, negative, creating negative plays absolutely is paramount in this game. Most underrated defensive coordinator <laughs> in the state. I've said it since August. And until he proves me wrong, which he won't. <laughs> yeah, Coach Ryan Thomas. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to see what they've got, what they've got um, cooked up for tonight, because it's a, it's gonna be a challenge for sure. But the thing is, is as a coach, as as that coaching staff, you know they love these kind of challenges. To hey, see, I was at the school yesterday. I obviously go to every school every day. Got to bounce around. But I had lunch at the high school yesterday, mm-hmm. which is really cool eating at the table with the teachers instead of like where we ate as kids. You know, it's kind of weird. Did you have Crispitos yesterday? Cause we no, did. they had I – Oh, at Ridley Mountain? I ate four of yeah. them. Yeah, man, they're good. Mm-hmm. No, we had pizza, uh, pizza yesterday. Ah, yeah. I had four. But now four. the pizza has four like – Four crispy toes. The crust when it the, – <laughs> The crust has cheese – It's just cheese stuffed crust now. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I can't turn that down. No, no. And he was smiling at lunch yesterday. Very nice. So, well, it's a, it's a challenge. Like I mean, the Saban a- anal- like analysis, bingo. is, is Saban happy this week? There's, yeah. no, there's <laughs> nothing you need more if you're this coaching staff and you're this team than to hear that, hey, this team is scoring the most points of anybody in 5A. Okay, great. 
Come on to our challenge. place. Come on to our place. Yeah, and embrace the challenge. Yeah, we've got yeah. this game at home, mm-hmm. too. I mean, yeah, embrace that challenge. It's exciting for Not sure. Not up in here. Um, so, we last segment, we were talking about college football. And um, I hate to bounce back over there for just a minute. But I'm going to because I've got my third and shorts here. We ran a little long last segment. So, you want to get into some third and shorts? Yeah, let's go third and shorts. So... Back to this A&M and Alabama game. Um, we talked about it earlier. Alabama is a one-point favorite right now. It's basically a pick. 2.30 tomorrow, CBS. Um, for those of you who may not know, DJ Durkin is Texas A&M's what a name. defensive coordinator. Sounds like a DJ. He was the head coach at Maryland, and I don't know if you remember or not, he got fired because the one – year was it like three, four years ago now? The yeah. kid died in yeah. summer camp. So. Yeah. He got fired, whether that was warranted or not. It's not for me to decide, but he did get fired. And now he's the the D.C. at A&M. Bobby Petrino is the offense coordinator at A&M. Our favorite, our favorite biker. So, if I ask you, <laughs> if I ask you who, who, gets a, who gets a head job first, DJ Durkin or Bobby Petrino? I, I think, I think uh, Durkin is like hands off. I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to touch him. When, there's it, a there's a difference between what said Petr- the same thing about Petrino, I, but it's it depends on if Petrino it. goes to the interview. Kill the kids, yeah, or yeah, Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly, Brian freeze. Kelly, he, yeah. I mean, Petrino, he didn't kill the kid. I think. Well, it Petrino was just, has Petrino went from being a head coach to this job. I think it was just a PR nightmare for for Maryland. I just don't think Petrino. So so he Petrino was a head coach like mm-hmm. last year. If he could be the DC at A and M, he can be another head coach. I mean, I suppose so. Oh, you mean an offense coordinator? No, I'm talking about Durkin. Oh, Durkin. Yeah. Um, He's got a good defense this year. There no doubt. God, that's a tough one because I don't – The offense does not look great. Yeah. I mean, when you watch this offense, it doesn't look any different than it's looked at A&M. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know the answer. I I do think DJ Durkin gets another chance. I just don't know when. Yeah, um, I'll probably go with you on that. I because I don't think Petrino, um, I, I, Petrino went from a being a head coach like last year yeah. to take this job. I think he may want to, and I just don't think a Power Five mm-hmm. is going to take him at this point. Yeah. Uh, so. This next question, kind of. Hold on. Oh yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Um, I I would consider shutting the program down <laughs> before taking it. I'm serious. For. Petrino. Either one of them. Well, they're going to get a job. They've been they they've both been a disaster everywhere they went. They're going to get a job. Petrino's Put, won everywhere he's gone, but like make sure Bobby doesn't have a motorcycle. Correct. When you, when you yeah. sign him up, like if he shows up to the interview driving a motorcycle, no. I'd, I'd say mm, no. We've already hired somebody. To clear the volleyball team. Correct. <laughs> make sure if it's a school with no volleyball program. How about that. Bro, there you go. That's going to be tough to find. Can't be Nebraska. Um, <laughs> next question. And we we all kind of answered this question already, um, just by our pick in the Alabama A and M game. But more more tomorrow, uh, Jalen Milrow rushing passing touchdowns or A and M sacks. Oh, they're averaging about five sacks a game. Yeah, I'm going to say A and M sacks. Unfortunately, and that's the one thing that we didn't Straight mention. Right up the middle, man. They oh. are nasty. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the thing that, that Milrow doesn't do, here's a crazy stat. He's top five in the entire country in yards yards per attempt. 
and it's because he does not throw the ball away. So he never takes a zero-yard you know, throw. Mm-hmm. He gets sacked or he gets completions. And throw the ball away, man. Or he runs and gets tackled. You Lost know, my mind uh, last week on that, one of those he's first two positions. Throw the ball away. Get rid of the ball, dude. Because if you look at that list of top five, it's like Hartman and like mm-hmm. all these dudes that are like in the Heisman race, and then it's Jalen Milrow. Yeah. But it's because he gets sacked more than anybody, uh, and so he doesn't have any zero yard attempts. Um, it's frustrating. Um, I'm going Jalen touchdowns. It's a toss-up to me, and I mean the fact that we all picked Alabama, you would think we'd be linked. I, th- I think they have three sacks, and he has five touchdowns. If they Total. keep, if they keep, if the line keeps Milrow, like with his beautiful white jersey clean, mm-hmm. I will buy every one of them the largest stake in Tuscaloosa, <laughs> because they will be the MVPs of that game. If they can keep him clean, we're going to win. Get getting that NIL fund win. for that, and so yeah, getting that collective fund. I'll check right there out. There you go. I'll, I'll do it. Today is uh, rising gonna, tide. We are going to break, but before we do that, it's October the sixth. It is National Coaches Day, so thanks to whoa all the coaches out there, all the coaches that including have, the three of including us, including the three of us. But for sure, happy Coaches Day to all the coaches that have had an effect on us. Thanks, um, Through our whole life. <laughs> You haven't had an effect on me. Oh, God. <laughs> if it has been an effect, it's been definitely a negative one. I'm right? talking about through high school. You remember which coach had the biggest impact on you. So I had an impact on Thank you. You used to interview me yeah, when you true. were working for the newspaper, and that's you're like, true. I'm sick of interviewing people like Zach Ross. I'm going to go into coaching. I'm just going to do it myself. I'm going to go into teaching and coaching. So here I am. <laughs> coach Ronnie <laughs> Stapler. Coach Farron Key for me. Yeah. Joseph Wilson for me. There you go. Thank you, coaches. Appreciate it. It is the 3 and Out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Reese. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus. With the new 2023 season, we want to cheer on the Gunnersville Wildcats to another successful year. Make sure to visit one of our seven Marshall County locations and try our $1.50 wash and fold service. Also, coming in September, be sure to visit our new location, the Laundry Basket Plus Car Wash beside Gunnersville High School. Best of luck tonight and go Wildcats! $150,000 buy, go $150,000. Hey, folks, Steve Carver here with Carver Carver Real Estate Solutions, Remax Gunnersville Auction Group. My son, Cole Carver, and I offer all the solutions to your real estate needs. Are you looking to buy, sell, or find out more about our auction business? Now is the time to reach out to us. We offer 30 years combined experience in the industry to help both you and your family make sure that you receive top dollar for your investment. Call us at 256-571-6775. Going once, going twice, sold your way, Cole, number 114. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. 
Best of luck and go Wildcats. Sports are very important here in Marshall County and provide our youth with a productive and positive outlet. Hi, this is Marshall County Sheriff Phil Sims. I'd like to thank all the teachers, coaches, and parents who help support our great schools and beautiful community, and let's make 2023 our best and safest year yet. The Marshall County Sheriff's Office is here to help you when you need us. Best of luck to all the student athletes competing on the field tonight. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. As they always do, the good sports at Foodland across from the high school are among the first to wish the very best to the Guntersville Wildcats and the Scottsboro Scotties in their annual contest. It's going to be quite a game. And folks, we have quite a few savings for you this week at Foodland. Come shop with us, come save with us. We enjoy helping you stretch your family's food budget at Foodland across from the high school. And welcome into another week of the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, thanks again for joining us. Uh, big, big non-region, non-county win last Friday night against Buckhorn. Another big night for the offense and obviously the defense. Very stingy as well. Just kind of give us your assessment of uh, the effort overall. Yeah, it was a good win. Uh, you know, Buckhorn's a, a big 6A team, and they've got great speed and uh, got a lot of size as well. We kind of wanted them on the schedule because uh, those are the kind of teams we see uh, coming out of the Birmingham area, really, in the playoffs that have got great size and speed. So kind of a good barometer of where we are at that point in the season. So uh, we were really glad to get the win and glad to see, you know, offensively, uh, Eli had a big night, had 220 yards passing and three touchdowns. And uh, E. Nelson had almost 200 yards rushing. Uh, we had three different receivers that caught touchdown passes. Had Cam Logan and Adadrian and Carter Britt all caught them, so that's good to see us spread the ball around. But uh, Cam probably had his biggest night with, with six receptions. So just good to see us have that balance and be able to throw in and run the ball effectively on offense. And and defensively, um, you know, obviously a different style from from what you saw the week before. Uh, just just talk again about this unit only giving up. You know, they're probably one of the stingiest defenses around right now. Yeah, the defense is playing really well. Uh, Avery Clifton led us in tackles. He had uh, twelve tackles and two tackles for loss, which are really big. Uh, Braden Holzenbeck had a big interception, and then uh, you know you've got to have all eleven people doing their job. Uh, versus the run in the past half success. So uh, good to hold them to very few points. And then Diego, I think, made his first field goal of the year. So uh, special teams are going to always be big. So it's good to see us have success there as well. Well, and now we move on um, to, to this week, and obviously it's a, it's a big one. Anytime Scott Spur and Gunnersville get together, you know, no matter what the, how it sets up, it's always a big one. But this one is real big. 
region matchup with Scottsboro. Um, you know, Scottsboro having a good season so far this year. Just kind of give us an idea of what we should expect from this year's Scottsboro team. Yeah, Scottsboro is leading 5A in scoring. They're averaging about 50 points per game, and uh, they run the double slot option offense, which is something we definitely have not seen this year and won't see it again after this game. It's kind of like uh, what the academies, Navy and Air Force and people like that do in college. Uh, really tough to prepare for because our scout team has a, a hard time running that offense. Uh, it, it forces our defense to play responsibility football and that you've got cert, certain guys that have got the fullback dive, certain guys with the quarterback, certain guys have got the pitch. And uh, if you don't play responsibility ball, then uh, somebody's going to come free and they've got the speed to make to make really big plays. You know, for the players and also for you as, as the coaches, you know, like I said, this Scottsburg-Gunnersville matchup is, is big no matter what. Just, I guess just talk a little bit about this this you know, this rivalry that goes back years and years, and now you put on top of the fact that, you know, we're we're fighting for a region spot here. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, that Scottsboro's just right down the road, and they had, uh, it was always a rivalry that Scottsboro went up to 6A, and we didn't play them there for a stretch, and now they've come back down there, one of the larger 5A teams, so to get them back on the schedule is, is really good, other than the fact that they're, you know, they're obviously a good team, but uh, I've had different news people contact me this week to do interviews about how this is the what a huge game, and it is a huge game. But then I point out, you know, looking at the rest of our schedule, and then we've got Arab that's a huge game. We've got Sardis that's lost one game, and then we've got Alberville that's the oldest rivalry in the state. So uh, from here on out, they're all big games. And then hopefully we enter the playoffs. So uh, they're all big from here on out, and we're gonna, you know, we're we're definitely gonna do our best, give our best effort. But it's. Uh, you know, very similar to what we've been trying to do all year. Just concentrate on us, not beating ourselves, and, and trying to get better. Uh, still got two fairly big injuries, obviously, um, that have been, you know, came up last week, and then obviously the the beginning of the season with Julian. Where are we right now on, on the injury front? Yeah, Julian and Trayvon, two of our better athletes, probably got as, as much speed as anybody on our team. They're still kind of day-to-day, hoping that we'll get, uh, you know, hoping that we'll get them back soon. But, uh can't say enough about how the guys, not just the people that are playing their positions, you know, well, first of all, let me just mean like Street Smith, we moved him to outside backer, and he had a really big uh, game, played well for his first game at outside backer. And, then, you know, we've talked many times about E. Nelson and how he's mm-hmm. coming on and running back. So uh, we'd love to have everybody healthy. But, you know, unfortunately in football that's not the case. But really, really happy with the way these guys that are filling in for them have, have performed. Coach, we appreciate it. We're looking forward to tonight. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Foodland is so proud to bring you the Coach Reese show each week before high school football. Folks, we're proud to bring you good bargains to help you stretch your family's food budget. For example, this week, you can buy International Delight Coffee Creamer, two 32-ounce containers for only $7. That's just a sample of the savings. There's a buggy for the savings for you at Foodland right across the high school. Thank you. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. And that was Coach Reese. He obviously understands what a big game this is. And, uh, you know, don't, don't really have to talk about it anymore. It's 5 0 versus 5 0. It's for the region. So. We all know what's at stake. Let's um, 
What about picks? What about high school picks? High school Let's get picks. Into those real quick Douglas we... at Sardis, big region game. Sardis. I'm going to go Sardis at home. Sardis. Um, John Carroll, who is undefeated right now and has crept into the top ten, is traveling to Pleasant Grove. Mm. Give me, give me, give me PG. Yeah, I'm going to take PG as well. Take the Grove. John Carroll. Ooh, okay. Being different. Leeds at Southside. Both teams, I think, with one. So, yeah, Southside ended up beating Boaz. Both teams with one loss. Leeds at Southside. I'm going to go with Leeds on the road. I like Leeds, too. Green wave. Uh-huh. I All like right. Leeds. All right. It's a wave. And then, last but certainly not least, a we haven't mentioned this the entire show, a top ten showdown. Scottsboro creeping in at number ten. Gunnersville number eight. Um, I'm going to go with the Wildcats in a close one. I like my boy Diego to make a difference, either on an extra point or a field goal, something. Give me the Gunnersville Wildcats, 31-28. Wow. Gunnersville, 46-43. Ton of points. John Davis? Take the over. 42-38. I think Gunnersville slows them down. But slowing Scottsboro down. Tied at 35. Don't, don't let them score 56 is, tied at, is slowing them down. Tied at 35. Yep. Scottsboro kicks field goal. Yep. That our touchdown. That our high school picks for the week? That's our high school picks. Awesome. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us again. It is a Friday night in Gunnersville. Please be safe getting to the game. Real quick, so, so next week we're off. Uh, Gunnersville does not play, but the week after that we will be live from Chorvalee Stadium as Gunnersville gets set to host Arab in another huge region game. It is Gunnersville versus Scottsboro tonight. We are going to kick it to Jeff and Greg. Everybody take care of yourselves and each other. Kickoff is coming up. Go Seminoles. Time, time.